Hello, fellow Vikings! Kyle here, and welcome back to my Valheim Bulletin. Today, we are going to be doing a very quick recap on a Wired article that caught my eye. This is an interview uh, titled, Valheim is Changing How We Play Survival Games, posted on March 2nd. That is today, actually, just this morning. It says the CEO behind the viral success discusses how it became the top-selling game on Steam and the game's biggest weaknesses moving forward. This is a wonderful interview. I'm just going to take some time off the bat to say, uh, I'm going to do this one as a little quicker episode. We're just going to do some brief chit-chatting about what, what I pulled out. Uh, for me, getting into a survival game like this is an interesting one. I love survival games, and having followed some like Seven Days to Die, which has been in alpha since 2013 or so, I I've watched that game grow. I have been a part of the community for some of that journey, and I'm happy to be a part of it. I like supporting games that are in the early access stages, and what really gets me is the positivity and the good directions I'm seeing from uh, the, just the way they're talking about things. So uh, maybe I'll touch on that first. One of the last questions in this article is, what would you say Valheim's biggest weakness is uh, the team Ironsgate is working to improve? To which they respond, aspects of the networking code. Suffice to say that the influx of players uh, brought some specific problems to light in that department. Of course, there are a lot of other issues also in which they encourage people to use the public bug tracker. So I'm very glad to hear uh, that they're addressing the networking code right off the bat. Regarding my last episode, I talked about desyncing concerns. Uh, they had in that patch some issues that fixed uh, some sorting things with chests where you could duplicate things, some graves disappearing. A lot of this seems to come down to network code, and hopefully also they get some of that performance improved. This maybe is also a good moment to do a very brief aside and say, I myself followed a Reddit guide that is going around on how to get some extra performance. It's tweaking uh, how Steam renders the game via the window option, and it tweaks uh, one of the config files for launching it. And I did notice a large FPS increase to the tune of 20 to 30 on my GTX 1080 Ti. I've also noticed that, uh, specifically on my rig, of course, but I can keep t I can test this and get this you know recurring. Uh, friends joining the server seem to each have about a 10 FPS loss. So for every friend I add to the server, my FPS drops down, starting somewhere around the V-Sync uh, 60 or so, and I can easily wind up to be around 20 or so FPS in our city. Unfortunately, so much that we've had to abandon our capital. Now, this ties us back into the interview, because one of these other questions in here that I like, this I believe is the very final one, is it says, the game is still in early access, what do you see in store for the next few months of Valheim? To which they responded, I'd like to state that for the record, we don't plan on doing any new content until we ourselves are happy with the current state of the game that is for sale, i.e. for the foreseeable future, we will try to get as many bugs squashed and issues sorted as possible. Now don't worry, I'm taking this a little out of context in the article. Already they confirmed that the next update is going to be a housing update, we're going to get a creepy cult added to the game, we're going to get uh, increases to our boating, and we are going to finally have uh, mislands filled out. So that's going to be very spooky. The 2020 road, 2021, pardon me, 2021 roadmap is as stands, and they plan on holding to that. So very, very amped for that. That's going to be very lovely. We'll see what it does. We'll see what those performance increases look like. But I'm glad to hear they're not trying to turn around and just completely sell out the game or over monetize, try and find ways to start selling off expansion packs before they even have 
uh, buildable cities uh, as a playable thing. I'm amped. The direction looks good. Very, very happy with it. Please let me know what you think, too. Now, again, this episode, keeping it really, really short. This is just me popping in. I hope that everyone out there is staying safe and healthy. We've been playing Valheim like crazy, and we'd like to extend that invitation to you. Uh, And finally, check out this actual interview in the description below. Uh, There's a lot more information in here about their Discord community, the uh, music for the game, which is great, what inspired that, how they think their game compares to other survival games, which is one I do want to call out as well. I almost forgot this one. They said, quote, 10 Vikings in a boat steering their way through harsh storms to find a new shore to raid, encountering foreign wildlife and dangers. You could say this is somewhat of a dream scenario here at Ironsgate. I'm sorry, Irongate. And that has influenced much of the development of Elheim. They also pointed out that they like this game to be considered a casual experience with friends exploring uh, solo as well. That does seem to be a little bit of a nod to the de-emphasis of PvP in the game, which I am quite a fan of. It does exist, but we've got a ton of PvP games out there already. Very nice to have one that is more PvE-centric. I'm sure as the bosses increase, as the lands are improved, that's going to be an increased challenge and uh, lots for us to do. The future looks very bright. So I will leave you here, folks. This was a short five-minute one. I hope you are, like I said, being safe. I hope you're having fun. If you have not already added me on Twitch or Steam, please do so. Check out that link below. That'll get you everything you need. Chaosandshadow.com forward slash Kyle. And I will catch you soon. Bye-bye.